Welcome to yet another entry into our ongoing series that I have chosen this week to call uh, J.R.R. Tolkien's uh, Ward of the Rings um, <laughs> on a very special commentary version of uh, That's Not Quite All Folks. I am Jordan, joined by... Mark? Yes, hello. And today, uh, we're talking about, in the annals of uh, J. Ward adaptations, the... Big J. Ward adaptation to talk about, for better and for worse. And that is a movie known by the name of The Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle from the year 2000. Um, <clears throat> this is a movie that both of us grew up with. Mark, what are your um, connections to this movie? This was a movie... I'm trying to explain how I got obsessed with it. Um, I think I just... I was, I was at the beginning of my, like, interest in cartoons beyond Looney Tunes and Disney. And I guess somehow... Actually, you know what? You, you know what it probably was? I was probably on, on IMDb, and and the suggestions recommended me The Adventures of Rocky and Boku, and I went, what is this? And, and, I, saw, oh, and I, I saw the trailer, and I went, oh my god, what is this? And... Luckily enough, my local library had this movie, so I'm like, I'm gonna rent this out in the library and watch it because I am utterly fascinated by it. <laughs> so, uh, oh yeah, yeah. So th- this was a curiosity watch more than anything, and um, it's certainly something. I'll give, I'll give it that. It is, yeah. <laughs> it. It knows what it is, but it also pretends like it doesn't know what it is. Does that make sense? It's... There's a... There's a fine line that it sort of goes on. So so I take it that you've seen this like several times. Maybe about, if I had to guess... Let's see, time to library. I would say about maybe three, four times. I would honestly say I've seen it about the same amount of time, you know, two or three times, maybe three or four. Um, this movie, um, I remember the advertising campaign of just, and, and we'll get into it um, when we actually get into the movie, but this movie had a big, wild sort of uh, come and join the adventure kind of um, campaign. They used prominently the song Dreamer by um, Supertramp. Yeah. Which is a great song off of one of the most underrated rock and roll albums of all time, Crime of the Century. Uh, There is not a single bad song on that album. I will go to bat for that album until my dying You could almost say it's Um, a crime that it's underappreciated. It is a crime. And I think everybody uh, who doesn't um, love that album needs to go back to school, um, which is another song on that album. Um, uh. And I, I think you'll find that I'm bloody well right about this. Um, I'll stop now. Yeah, I remember hearing this incredibly cool song and these really cool cartoon visuals and a lot of 
fun fonts. And I remember seeing this trailer a lot in, when I went to theaters around the times I was seeing predominantly kids' movies like Chicken Run and Toy Story 2 or whatever. And I remembered this movie seeming really cool and really fun. And then I think I either saw it on cable at one point or rented it from the library or Hollywood Video or something. And my folks were already like, okay, Jordan, this is a bad movie. Let's let's just put it out there. This is a very bad movie. Um, you should know this is a bad movie. I'm like, all right, sure, whatever, fine. And I laughed at it. Um, I enjoyed what this movie was going for, even though I knew that it was kind of bad and it was kind of hokey. But I laughed more than I would like to admit. And I've always... Like, I've always liked it. I'm not, I'm not, it's not like Jordan of the Jungle where I'm like, oh my god, this is actually a masterpiece. No, but everybody shitting on it doesn't understand. Yes, I understand why people don't think this is a very good movie. I'm not going to say, Roger Ebert, you charlatan. No, of course. Fine. This is a bad movie. It, it, it doesn't work. Like back in action, it works more as a concept and as a cartoon showcase than it does as an actual movie with a three-act structure and all of that. We, we went over that uh, months ago. Uh, by now. Uh, it, it may feel like we're doing it next week, but we, we went over it a while ago. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, th that episode on Back in Action has won uh, it won tons of Grammy Awards for uh, yeah. the last podcast episode. It's, it's very nice. Anthony Cilio has been knighted by the Queen because of it. <clears throat> and, oh, oh, no, that's not going to work. The Queen will be dead by the time this comes out. <laughs> <laughs> this is how you're finding out. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my god. Mo, Mark, keep this in because everybody will like will, will like because when she actually dies by this point, everybody will go, "Oh my god, Jordan knew about it." Because like, <laughs> of course I knew about know? it. She's transitioned to the next stage. She's dead, folks. Her and Betty White are having a wrestling competition, and yes, Betty White wins. <laughs> Henry wins. Kissinger is um, is refereeing, which means this better be. If Henry Kissinger's still alive by the time this comes out, I'll be very angry. Very angry. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Anyways. Um, anyways. Um, but anyway, um, the the it's very similar to Back in Action in that it's 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 more interested in being a cartoon adaptation than being a movie, and we will judge this on. Both categories, but especially the movie part, because that's what this is. Um, should we go over any background of this movie? Um, yeah, we probably should. Um, this is based off the Rocky Bullwinkle TV show. Yes. Clearly. Uh, created by Jay Ward in the 1950s. One of the first... I think he beat Hanna-Barbera by a couple of years, because... Yeah. How they were able to do the Rocky Bullwinkle show was that it was really a radio show put to animation. That's what everyone's always yeah. said about it. It's, it's literally, if you take the animation away, the show is still great. Which, uh, yeah, it, it's a, no, I, I can't say I've seen a lot of Rocky Bullwinkle, but I'm aware of them enough as a concept. You know, I, right. you know, I, I know that this was June Foray's biggest role possibly ever because you know while her work at wb was no good long lasting a lot of that was support it was a lot of supportive characters villain characters in, in this right. show her 
character is the title. It's in the title. Yes. Rocky. Rocky. And it's probably one of her most endearing roles. Okay, so we should we should talk about um, this actual movie because it's it's a strange story. So first of all, this is directed by a guy named Des, Des uh, McEnuff, who um, had only one other movie credit to his name by this point. It was mostly on the production side of things, um, and would only and this would be the last thing he would like actually direct to this point. Um, written by Kenneth Lonergan who uh, would go on to write and direct movies such as You Can Count on Me, uh, Margaret, and uh, Manchester by the Sea. He would be an indie darling of the highest caliber. He's one of those guys that only really comes out with movies every, like, seven or eight years, and they're always really good. Um, And so while he was in production on You Can Count on Me, he had a a gestating uh, script credit to this movie. I think... I've, I've been told that Charlie Kaufman did an uncredited rewrite on it, although I could be very wrong on that. This was shot in 1999. Um, what happened was that, because, um, you know, everybody came on, you know, Robert De Niro plays Fearless Leader, Jason Alexander plays Boris, Rene Russo plays Natasha. These are all interesting choices uh, at this stage of the late 90s. Um, what happened was that originally in, in 1998, they had Monica Potter, who to that point was best known as playing um, Nicolas Cage's wife in Con Air. Um, she was going to play the the lead, the female lead role, but in February, uh, Monica Potter would drop out of the production because, uh, and let me just verify my sources here, um, Monica Potter would instead, I don't know what the hell she was doing at the time, actually. <laughs> I don't know why she dropped out. Uh, maybe the producer saw Patch Adams and said, no, let's not have her in. Well, I will say that the Monica Potter really helped her help herself by going to TV with the show Parenthood. Yeah, no, that's what I know her from. Honestly. Yeah. Um, also, her, her character is like the worst character in the show, but that's another Yeah, she's story. a really bad autism mom. Uh, right? No, that's, that's, that's uh, the other Actually, no, actually, yeah. Wait, no, yeah, I'm actually. Sorry. It's been a while. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, uh, Monica Potter drops out and is replaced by Piper Parabo, who is, um... On the way to doing uh, Coyote Ugly, I think, uh, or like other similar movies. So we have very much a strung together production with Robert De Niro and Jason Alexander taking paychecks that they have said contemporarily it were for the money. I have pointed to this movie as the dividing line between um, good Robert De Niro and bad Robert De Niro. Um, because prior to 1998, 1999, he's in a lot of good movies. And then this, this movie marks, uh, the, I don't give a shit era of the Robert De Niro career, uh, where he just starts taking roles for the money and not doing anything good in things. Uh, on occasion, he'll have like the Irishman or like something decent, but like, he's mostly just phoning it in after this. And I, I wish it wouldn't happen to somebody as talented as him, but it starts really with this one. Um, but yeah, they got Keith Scott at, uh, to do the narration. Uh, Keith Scott had, had done um, uh, George of the Jungle and was a Rocking Bullwinkle slash Jay Ward sort of historian at the time, and he could do the voice. Uh, so he does the William Conrad sort of persona in this, and he's great in this as well. Yes. Um, originally, in the early 90s, when this film was in development... Danny DeVito and Meryl Streep were going to play Boris and Natasha. 
But due to legal yeah. problems, the copyright, it prevented the film being made until years later. That would have been something. Yeah. It would have been something. Um, I also heard that um, Joe Pesci and Cher were also thought of in these roles, but Joe Pesci retired from filmmaking in the late 90s, so he didn't want to. And Cher, I think, couldn't be bothered. Also, Rene Russo, who plays Natasha in the movie, at the film's table reading, June Foray was there, so... Rene was very nervous because there's Natasha sitting right over there. There's the person you're going to be playing. So Rene ran over to June and just said, like, help me do the voice. Which, that's that's great that twice June Foray has gone, yeah, I'll help. It's like, such a nice lady. Yeah, of course. She's nice, of course. Also, I find it very funny that after this movie, Rene Rousseau would essentially, like, take a good 10 years off of being in studio films and wouldn't come back until being in Thor. So not that this movie would completely kill her career. It just, you know, didn't help. There's a lot of cameos in this. Yeah. We're not going to spoil any of them. No. Uh, But there are a lot of very good. cameos. Again, a lot of people, they saw the during Rocky Bullock movie went, I fucking love Rocky Bullock. I'd love to be in it. And um, yeah, it's a nice selection. Very nice. <laughs> a very nice selection. Okay, so when did this movie come out? Uh, it came out on June 30th, 2000. Here's, um, I'm doing this literally on the fly. Here is what happened on that day. Uh, <laughs> let's see what pops up. Um, nothing. I'm on the site we use. Nothing. nothing. No, let's see. Um, okay. Uh, France defeats Italy 2-1 to in after extras in the final of the European Champions, becoming the first team to consecutively win the World Cup and the Euro. Uh, Vicente Fox is elected president of Mexico. Um, Vicente Fox would eventually be the, um, we're not going to pay for the fucking wall. Um, okay, this is actually really sad. This is something they've written about. Um, during the set of the band Pearl Jam at the Rock, um, the Roskilde Festival in Copenhagen, um, there was a, a massive moshing disaster. Nine died and 26 were injured um, in the crowd there. Pearl Jam would later write the song Love Boat Captain in honor of the fans and the, the moshers that were lost that day. And uh, it's a great song, too. Um, in theaters on that day, other than this one, you could have gone and seen uh, The Patriot starring Mel Gibson, or you could have seen the first scary movie. So um, that's pretty cool. Also, the number one song in the U.S. was uh, Enrique Iglesias' To Be With You. The number five song in the U.S. was the number one song in the U.K., which was The Real Slim Shady by Eminem. Okay, Uh, By this point, by the... Oh, my God. I I, I have to talk about the next bit. Okay, Um, okay, okay. What? You know what the number five song in the U.K. was, Mark? Let's see. Let's see. 2000. (laughs) Let's see. Um, <laughs> it wasn't all for all for love, was it? All for no, love. it's two thousand. Two thousand. Um, let's see. <laughs> Electric Avenue by. Uh, no. <laughs> oh God, damn it! Okay, let's. Let's see, number it's five. not too hard. Oh god damn it! It's what? it's fucking sandstorm. Yeah, it is. <laughs> what the 
<laughs> we recorded this back in January, right after the um, the desert episode, um, <laughs> where Mark got me by playing Darude Sandstorm. And so this may be like a far-reaching runner then when we release this in July. Oh but now the cut is fresh. Oh, my God. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my God. I can't believe we came back to Darude. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. Grief. Anyway, you want to get to the actual movie that we came here to commentate? Yes. All right. So if you want to watch the Avengers Rocking Bowling Club with us, as of this recording that happened months ago, you can't find it on streaming. Maybe what? it's on streaming by the time, um, it, it by, by actual uh, July. That'd be great. As a matter of fact, this is now streaming on... Is currently not available on any streaming service. Once again, if this is your first time um, doing your commentary with us, uh, once you get it set up, uh, we're going to give you a countdown. 3, 2, 1, play. And when we say play, you hit play, and you get to watch this movie with us. Um, this is the first time we've seen this in a while. Uh, this is going to be interesting, I hope. Um, yeah, anything else, Mark, or can we dive right no, in? No, let's get into it. All righty. Um, okay, uh, starting a watch and commentary of 2000's The Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle. Three, two, one, play. Okay. Okay. Okay, that's 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 about right. Alright. What's a cactus doing there? That's a wily coyote joke. Tribeca. Tribeca production, so De Niro produced this as well. Oh oh Yeah. Okay. Can you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they'll, that's good. <laughs> and I like the voice that Keith Scott's using for this. Okay. What? It's <laughs> great. Oh. <laughs> A thriving cartoon town. Yeah, and that was taken over by Alfred Molina. <laughs> it's different from his Georgia the Jungle voice. I like it a lot, though. Veronica Lake. <laughs> June. Also, it's a lot clearer that he's Australian here. <laughs> That's great. Signed by J Ward. <laughs> or gods. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. 
Entonces. You don't need to explain the joke, though. Ah, okay. All right, so there again, it's a Lonergan Kaufman. They're trying to sort of be like they're tr they're trying to be like subversive and like make jokes out of it. We're trying to kill people. Yeah, Iron Curtain. Ha. Oh, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Scooby Doo joke. Come on now. Ah, uh, great. <laughs> I love that. It's, you know, it's actually okay with... It's... <laughs> see, like back in action, it's very, like, scathing. The, um... Eh, it's June. Yeah, that's that's not that, that's not the actors. It's it's voice actors. Yeah, yeah. So better. <laughs> she looks so invested. I'm just thinking, as soon as she does this, Scooby-Doo barges in, We're running my deal! We're running my deal! Go away, Scoob! Nobody would like you! No. But we got James Gunn! I don't know who that is! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Like, it, it's actually... It's, <laughs> they even just reference how expensive it was to get all of them as well. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good like shot and focus. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> What? Carl Reiner! <laughs> That's the exact kind of joke that he would do as well. Oh, she took wow. Whoever they got for Bullwinkle is perfect, by the way. For the record, that is Keith Scott as Bullwinkle as well. Yes, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Mind-boggling red tape. 
<laughs> Randy Quaid's clinging on to the last bit of sanity he has. Also, lol, Randy Quaid playing an American. <clears throat> he moved to Canada. <laughs> so I was so smart as a kid um, that when I saw the, the acronym RBTV, I just assumed, oh, Rocky and Bullwinkle TV. And like, that's kind of what they do to it at the end. So I'm smarter than this movie, folks, even as like a six-year-old. David Allen Greer and John Polito, good to have them. Isn't this just the plot of Batman Forever? <laughs> a little bit. Seen it. It's nice, you know. In real life. It's nice that this. It sucked. <laughs> No, I'm just saying this is it's really nice that this movie has just such diversity. Like in one room, we have a black man, a gay man, and a crazy person. You know? <laughs> is that Harry Lennox? No, it's not Harry Lennox, but it looks like. <laughs> That's a great joke. I don't care how you who you also, say about a, it. A practical effect, <laughs> like they, yeah. They that's Bob that. Gale as well. That's that's uh, Howard the Duck. Aru, <laughs> <laughs> when the mole just did an Aru, you know that there's something going on with this friggin' movie. Also, Piper Parabo looks cute in this. I'm sorry, I gotta say. Oh, oh my god, yeah. It's adorable. <laughs> I don't care. It's funny, the way he just said, I don't know, he sounded like Joe Biden. <laughs> I don't know. This job's hard. <laughs> I like, again, juxtaposition. It's great. And that plane was hardly rendered. Yeah. What? <laughs> okay. Well, we're watching it, so you aren't succeeded there. So it's literally... A green light that brings them back. Oh, 
Oh, that's right. That's what I love about this. It's Oh, it's a green it's, lighthouse. It's basically, oh it's a very God. meta take on getting them a movie. It's green lighting it literally. I, I, did, I didn't even realize that when I was a kid. That's yeah. great. <laughs> big shots only two shots you see because it's okay. what I like about this at least at this stage is that it's very much like an anti-adaptation adaptation adaptation <clears throat> And it literally chooses the genre of the movie that it is in right now. I like that shit. That's that's just meta enough yeah. for me. Now, if maybe if it wasn't like completely kids movieified, it could have worked a little bit better. But you know, we'll we'll get into you know how it gets there. <clears throat> Banjos? Why banjos? Music by Steve Martin. <laughs> yeah. You know, with, with the amount of people in this movie, I wouldn't, like... <laughs> of course it would. Yeah, the Batman Forever uh, comparison also works here. Yeah. Also a Langoliers comparison. No, not Langoliers. It was uh, um, the other one, Tommyknockers. Yeah, yeah, Tommyknockers. I got it mixed up because Doug Walker co covered both of them. I liked that pan. That was great. <laughs> I love that. that he, even he goes with them. That's great. <laughs> That's wonderful. And uh, now we go to this. I take it you don't like these designs? Um. <laughs> I like that joke. They even know that their, their show was cheap. <laughs> okay. Bogle poking himself because he knows that he's 3D is actually kind of funny. <laughs> Even her name's a pun. Karen Simple. Oh, I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. You see. <laughs> that's great look you have to at least know that there are actual good writers behind this yeah, maybe they're not used to like writing this they're just actual good screenwriters yeah so this works more than it should honestly yeah it does
Yes, okay. I honestly don't think the CG is that bad. I think that the little rotoscoping they do kind of works. Right. There. And the so There's a trailer. There's a trailer in yeah. for you. I. Yeah. And the, some shots are like that, where like it. There's a little bit of like lack of shadow and yeah. it's not perfect, but yeah, there are shots also some of the unpolished nature of it kind of works at right, times. Right, because it's Rocky Bone. It's supposed to. Uh, that's the thing, right? It's like oh, it's supposed to be cheap. The Rocky Bone go, but on their hands, like, but it's a movie. Like it's. Okay. That's a goofy joke. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Also, phony pictures, huh? Also, there's a Johnny Rockets there. Come on now. I had a, a, a Johnny Rockets burger at uh, Six Flags. Not good. It's all right. My my ex's brother used to work at a Johnny Rockets. I forget if he still does. Like, Bullwinkle looks fine. Rocky looks almost transparent sometimes. Yeah. Because, you know, it's gray, so, like, it's a little hard. Look at the car. Oh, oh, oh the car is actually kind of... Well... <laughs> I like that. <laughs> it's great. Hey, and it's then, a road outside of L.A. It shouldn't be that clear. I was in L.A. Wait, in wait, February. There was traffic I everywhere. knew it. I knew Lord Michaels was behind this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course Lauren Michaels is behind it. Why do you think that De Niro's here even though he can't act? Like I said, Lauren Michaels must be behind this. <laughs> yeah. Steve Joyce Tassie Gouts. To be fair, Jason Alexander's great here. 
Okay, let's see how many of these shows have turned out to actually come true in the past 20-something years. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, I, I do like how they're... Violence against true. Russians is always funny. Yep. Considering, I mean, look, we're recording this in January. I Hopefully they haven't committed war atrocities against Ukraine by this point, although they probably have. Um, again, like... Also, this is what, like, filmmakers want you to believe that Marvel movies do to audiences. Extra of great the movie. moments in acting, folks. <laughs> Extra of the movie is that guy. Yeah. That's a weird needle drop after that. Yeah. All right. Okay, good. Jason Alexander at least knows what movie he's in. Also, uh, Renee Russo hasn't spoken a line. <laughs> no, she hasn't. It's because she's okay. in a room with two people that got paid better than she did. All right. Okay. <laughs> oh. Okay. There's a line. There's a line. Bob. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, to be fair, Jason Alexander might be one of the best things in this movie. Okay. Sounds all right. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. It's so subversive. It even says, oh yeah, we're a little bit similar to the other live action animation movie. <laughs> the child. It's a child. And though, that probably should have been uh, Peabody. Or, or Sherman. Or, uh, which one's the boy? Which what? Ah, uh, never mind. I saw animation, so. Oh! The fact that they literally make this look like a character from Roger Rabbit, I think, is pretty telling. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, that's what we're going with. Also, she's probably one of the best actors in this movie. Yeah. She knows... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that was almost a Costanza moment there. That was great. Our BTV City Music Hall. That's great. <laughs> so you can make fun of New York traffic, but not LA traffic? Really? Just that. This movie loves zooming into the... Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Random animation segue. It's random. Yeah, this is... <laughs> something. <laughs> <laughs> great okay why does it sound like i like i write sins not tragedies in the yeah it sounded very similar <clears throat> jesus yeah. <laughs> Really? <laughs> it was very avoidable, it seems. Or maybe that's the joke. Yeah, like. <laughs> yeah, I think this is I think the same vein of humor as the Boris and Natasha movie. A bit. Okay. 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 <laughs> There's supposed to be a moose shattering. Yeah. It's great. Dead end. Uh, okay, that's. I like that. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Mm. This bit isn't good. They, they use this in the promotional material as well. It's like, you'll never guess who we got. Yeah. And the fact that De Niro was like, yeah, I'll make fun of that. I mean... It, it really doesn't work here. <laughs> that does work, though. <laughs> 
Next scene. <laughs> That's a good one. I liked how it's clear that their relationship has also kind of been strained by doing this for years. Yeah. <clears throat> No, Dudley! (laughs) (laughs) That's what they said to, uh, uh, that's what they said to June Fora. The Taco Bell with other signage. And then they run to the Roadrunner. Me, babe. What? what? They run into Sonic and James Marsden. That's great. They know how zany this movie is. They know that it's like a it's a mad, 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 mad world kind of thing. I think that was their most their their inspiration, and so they got Jonathan Winters, and I love that. <laughs> and he seems to be enjoying himself as well, which is awesome. He's, he's just a crazy, it's uh, a doctor owner. It's Jonathan Winters. You got him. You enjoy him. Okay. <laughs> it's great. I love that. (laughs) Again, the gag work is excellent here. I shot a kid, okay? (laughs) (laughs) The whole world depends on Rocky. Definitely killed a kid. Yeah, right? (laughs) It's a really bad hostage situation. Yeah. (laughs) Plenty of people die. Oh, this is what I remember. I know who's yes, running that, that cop. I like this bit a lot, honestly. Yeah. It, it's so silly, but I love it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Hell yeah! Yeah. John fucking Goodman. (laughs) 
<laughs> I love that so it's, much. Yeah, it's so silly. But I love it. <laughs> and the prison guard is Yosemite Sam and That Great read there, Piper. So. (laughs) I like that gag a lot, too. Also, what I like here here is now the movie is just them. You know? I mean, yes, have a human lead, get the audience invested, but like, where's your rock and roll? Like, that's a good performance by John. Yeah, no, he brings it in his, like, two scenes. Just imagine you're the cinematographer. (laughs) You went years of film school. And you have to film a slow panning shot of a desert road. With no one on it initially. No one on it. It's funny because the cinematographer on this was the same cinematographer on George of the Jungle. Really? And also Rat Race. Oh, so he loves the the desert then. Yeah. He also did Balls of Fury, Benchwarmers, Scary Movie 4, Are We There Yet, Anchorman... Um, Snow Dogs, My Favorite Martian, Jumanji, the Dennis the Menace movie, (laughs) Christmas Vacation, Beetlejuice. Okay, okay, okay. Beware to See Rocky because <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. Oh, <laughs> this script, man. <laughs> it's it's Steve Martin and John Candy. <laughs> Please. Actually, even better, it's Keen and Cal. <laughs> Hell yeah! Keenan and Kel made it to this friggin' movie. You think by the time this comes out, Keenan will still be on SNL? <laughs> oh, he will. That's a great line. Sonic Garfunkel's America pipes in. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> They're making a statement about <laughs> about really? corporate America in the early 2000s. Because it all looks the same, because it's all been bought by corporations. And then the TV channel's being bought by a corporation. You know, this kind of works, man. (laughs) (laughs) That's just the same set from Boris and Natasha. And they go into the, uh... You know, it's awful similar. Yeah. You know, how could you dislike this movie? Uh, no, you know, no, Even I, Roger Ebert gave it a three out of four. He's like, look, man, this is funny. <laughs> <sighs> Schultz! <laughs> oh! Office! The fact that this movie is called Crimea River. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> the fact that Kale Mitchell talks like that in real life. Oh, for fuck's sake. What I love is, is that this is foreshadowing. This is like set up for the ending. Yeah. Set up for what? Like, like them talking about a fact machine about the internet. Like, it's actually set up oh, yeah. for how it ends. Just again, the director like, okay, everyone, pretend there's a a giant moose. (laughs) (laughs) I love that gag. Keenan's still on reruns. He's in reruns right now on NBC Saturdays. And his sitcom. (laughs) They just seem ashamed by it. So there's racism against mooses. Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> Extra of the movie, I think, right? Yeah, pretty much. 
You <laughs> are critics. Yeah. This was the response young, to the movie. Are incredibly young. <laughs> I love that. So we've taken a detour um, in the second act to just do this. Yep. <laughs> it's also very similar to George of the Jungle in that it's it can take these sort of turns and still be funny. Yeah. If if her and Haley Duff are in the same room together, I may have a hard time deciphering which one's which. It's <laughs> great. Red bait. Red bait. Something about that name is funny. Red bait. I don't know. <laughs> it's great. Just that guy going, I have to pretend I'm looking at a moose. What is yeah. this? It's a living. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what throws him off. Not just like symbols, 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 tunes. Yeah. Okay. And oh no, it's his wireframe. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's the first stages of the production. And here's here you go. Hell yeah! Freaking love this song. And they used a lot of the flying stuff in the promotional materials. Yep. Sure. You know what? Sure. <clears throat> I love this gag. It's <laughs> 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 great. It's great. Exact same music cue that was used like 30 seconds ago. Yeah. Ah, uh, sure.
Great cut. <laughs> I love that. That was a shirt. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. <laughs> like they're veterans. <laughs> no. Okay. Guys? Okay. Can we cut away from them now? You can stop? It's great. I love it. It's great. Love Story 2000. <laughs> I like this running That's gag, cute. actually. <laughs> okay. See, around these days, you would call a character like him a, a himbo. Pure of heart, dumb of ass. <laughs> I think. Him and Forrest Gump <laughs> should share a root beer. Yeah. Probably would have been June Frey's cameo if she had a lesser role in this movie. Oh, the poor guy. (laughs) (laughs) I love this. Uh, You know? (laughs) Again. You're a stunt coordinator. You have to drive a car with no one in it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I love this. No. <laughs> what was with that zoom? Oh. <laughs> 
going to personally meet Roger Ebert and give him a hearty yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank him for giving us a good review. <laughs> he did. Oh. Poor guy, man. The Twitter <laughs> end. Okay, Nine. fine. It's it's just a group of people. A group of people standing? Hmm. <laughs> Better read there? Oh no! Not already. Yeah, he's he's not doing well. Okay. Police squad reference? <laughs> it's great. Actual Chicago? I, I miss when movies used to actually shoot on location instead of just in either Vancouver or Atlanta. And just make it look like that. Hey, what part of New York City are you from? Atlanta. That's a cool effect. <laughs> They're great, though. Bo yeah. the, those two are on point. <laughs> Blues Brothers reference. Oh. <laughs> so one of those is Don... I think they're both Don Novello. I think. Uh, I think so. Yeah. yeah. No sound? I think they're just full on making a Blues Brothers reference. Yeah. Dan Aykroyd would make a cameo in this movie, though. Like, that, I, I, yeah, that's I mean, enough people. Do. Enough funny people do. I mean, Don Novello was just there. That's a real helicopter. Oh, oh shit. Oh, 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 oh no. <laughs> they know what this is. I like it. <laughs> ah! Hey, hey. Crystal's here. <laughs> so it's literally an analyze this reunion the year after analyze this. <laughs> okay, that's cool. Yeah. So it's an analyze this reunion and a Monsters Inc. Uh, reunion yeah. Yeah. 
good enough for the girls to go with. <laughs> you cheat mustard out of Now, how do you know what to do with just then? I don't know, man. Wait, what? Look, <laughs> it's a goofy movie. Not a goofy movie, but oh, it's, no. it's a goof. It doesn't need to make sense. It doesn't. It's not trying to be serious. It's just trying to be a goof. Luna, wrong franchise. Wrong franchise. <laughs> this is a franchise. Yeah, her reads aren't very good. No. Oh, oh God. Okay. I honestly, I think Monica Potter might have been better here. <laughs> you think June Bore had fun with that? What was these lines? Why, but Karen? Karen why? why aren't you in jail? <laughs> eh. How many more Blues Brothers references can we fucking do? Again, how is Dan not going on this? <clears throat> Jonathan Winters again. Oh, shit. <laughs> the fact they have time to do this while also keeping a plot going. I... <laughs> Friggin' Whoopi Goldberg stopped by. <laughs> she also explains why she was in Rat Race. <laughs> Jeff Ross. Oh, shit, Jeff Ross. I think Jeff Frost was just cast in this. I don't think that, that was a cameo. It's just 2000. I don't know if he was popular back then. Yeah, I think he was just trying to find work. Also, John Goodman's back. <laughs> I love it. Bad punny. I love it. This is what she does on The View now. <laughs> Usually, it was just any time that, that Megan McCain's talks. <laughs> the movie has time to do this. Um... <laughs> it's 
Yeah, this... This is great. Just like, uh, imagine your childhood hero just throwing you off into jail. (laughs) (laughs) I I just love how meta this is. He loves itself. It's wonderfully meta. Oh my god. Hey! (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, we're celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> Not even acting there. Yeah. <laughs> Look, man, you got you can't you gotta you gotta respect a movie like this. <clears throat> Please tell me it's Jonathan Winters again. It better be Jonathan Winters. It must be Jonathan Winters. Oh, thank God. Beautiful. I love it. Playing different characters, too. I love it. He's having fun, for God's sake. (laughs) Also, great camera pan there. (laughs) I also could have used this movie from their perspective as well, Boris and Natasha. It's very fun following them. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I think... I think Jonathan got the most money out of any of the cameos. (laughs) I hope so. willing to... <laughs> ah, fucking shit! God damn, mother! <laughs> no, Jonathan, it's only <laughs> it's PG. only a kids' movie. Jonathan, calm down. BG, John, <laughs> motherfucking god, suck it, dude. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. What? what? <laughs> that didn't okay. even work. Hard. That guy laughed. That that extra laughed. Sure. You're working with Jason Alexander. You gotta laugh a little. <laughs> well, We're back to the now. old drawing board. That was their natural reactions to finding out the movie didn't make any money. 
I mean, it's barely... You need higher altitude. What? <laughs> oh my god, he's still here! <laughs> he's just amused by the whole he's, thing. He's part of the cast! That's great! Also, Rene Russo is probably a better Natasha than Sally Kellerman. Yeah. And honestly, Jason Alexander might be better than Dave Thomas. Y'all motherfuckers thought we were going to pan this movie. No. no. Not entirely. No. Oh, you see, we get character stuff from them. <laughs> Jason's like, Renee, what are you doing? This is in the script, Renee. What are you doing? Um, action. <laughs> actually works honestly I like that we give them characters and you actually have fun with them. <laughs> He's about to flip off the sky, I think. Panic, lose weight. <laughs> So the plane contains two cartoon characters and a rather light woman. How is it too much weight for them? No. <laughs> it's all moosel. God damn it, that's funny. <laughs> Oh, mm, okay. Uh, the the blue screen's showing a bit here. A little. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> it's honestly better blue screen work than back in action. I gotta say. <laughs>
Well, that one wasn't very good. No, but, no, you know. at all. By and large, this actually kind of works. Kiss off. <laughs> yeah, that's not very good. Uh, you have to float in the air there. You already did that joke. Thanks for soaring with us. Oh. Hey. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, we have Dreamer again, because it worked really well the first time. <clears throat> the song is awesome, I'd have to say yeah. it again. <laughs> I just imagine like the Ghostbuster and Statue of Liberty. Hey, New York, Jane, <laughs> what the fuck is that? Love taking me higher. <laughs> uh, it's actually kind of a cool shot. It kind of works, I gotta say. What? <laughs> Why, Dad? Running out the clock in this movie, I'm not, I'm finding still predominantly good things to say about it, I gotta yeah. say. It's not bad, man. Nah. It's... I mean, it knows it's a Jay Ward movie. Cool. Well, I've seen this bit of Koyana Skatsi. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's going to get that, but, well, I wanted to make it anyway. Just... <laughs> it's just, like, in the background. Anyway. <laughs> I have to imagine that they're in the. Even sounds like it! Oh. Okay. Again, I, I love when movies used to actually film on location in actual cities. This was actually Rockefeller Center. Yeah. Uh, oh, look, Marion! I, I, I'd say it would be funny if, like, they cut, like, even live sketch comedy comes to a halt. And, like, the cast of yes. SNL being immersed by the... I mean, 2000. That's pretty... <laughs> Holy shit, it's Elvis. <laughs> oh, no, it's, like, their biggest cameo yet in the movie. Just Elvis? <laughs> oh, it's just Daysong. I mean, shouldn't they just, like, go away since they know they haven't given up? I don't know. It's like, you had a jet. You could have been like... <laughs> I think the difference is that Jason Alexander and Rain Russo know what this is, and De Niro is still trying to act, and he's trying a bit too hard. <laughs> I love this. So goofy, you can't help but laugh at it. <laughs> I 
And the fact that this they can just go all ham on it. That Why sure. not? Movie's almost over. Why the hell not? <laughs> That's like a Mel Brooks gag. That's basically a Mel Brooks gag. If They, again, it's a good design on Rocky in 3D. I just wish the occupancy of the Rocky model was just a little bit more. Like, yeah. Throw some, uh... <laughs> just. Oh, did, <clears throat> did they ever use, like, a gun in Rocky and Bullwinkle? I don't know. I I didn't watch enough of it. Well, meanwhile, Bullwinkle's still in this movie. <laughs> oh, right. Ah, <laughs> uh, pre nine eleven. <laughs> By a year. Yeah. How, how do you run also, into... haha, movie with Randy Quaid where somebody misses hitting the White House. Oh. <laughs> We're going to reboot Rocky and Bullwinkle. I mean. <clears throat> They're actually. <laughs> it's great. The one on the right's Doug Jones, who plays uh, Silver Surfer, Abe Sapien. Oh. All the he was the, oh. the alien guy in Shape of Water. Yeah. Oh, he was also in, in Hocus Pocus as the, the yeah. dead guy. Sorry, the hot dead guy. I, just in case anybody's. <laughs> yeah, that that one. <laughs> Fuck oh. capitalism! Fuck it! <laughs> this whole thing is a sham. What? What? Wait, really? <laughs> what a goof, man!
If he actually cared, he put a good read on that. <laughs> this is CBS. Did Chuck Lore write this? That's just Randy on average day now. I love that. Also, I love that Randy Quaid gets to save the day in a in a White House movie again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. this it's, how could people turn on this friggin movie it's very endearing <laughs> we'll torrent it I mean <laughs> yeah try limewire and give all your computers a virus. <laughs> and Randy, pretend you're showing Bullwinkle into a, a fax machine. Ah, I'm used to it. <laughs> the one time. It's actually kind of better one, rendered than he is most of the movie. Exactly. Also, the, the little mechanized thing behind uh, that thing that they keep cutting to. Yeah. Is that the 14-foot-long dildo machine from Norway? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I love that! The, sh the Again, lighting. Randy Quaid, when he was in his right mind, which, in fleeting moments, uh, was actually really good at movies like these. He then runs into Timmy Turner. Sure. Oh, loopdeloop.com. My goodness. Oh, oh, sweet Jesus. Whoa, America sure got more corporate. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, come on. <laughs> Sure. Fine. I mean, that scene was no different than what you see in front of, like, the movie theaters, right? The regal roller coaster and shit. Yeah. Tss. 
using his brain, his ass. It's great. That's how Trump got in, honestly. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Okay, here's your thousand dollars, you may leave. What a quickening! Wow. <laughs> That's the one good read he has in this fucking movie. <laughs> Just shouting. He's like, I've been wanting to do this for 20 years. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, that, that was the Epstein slogan, I think. Oh, sweet Jesus, she's got a gun. <laughs> sweet Jesus, she's got a gun, yeah. <laughs> I will say the the um the composed music is very similar to back in action's music. Yeah. <laughs> Renew Rocky Boy. <laughs> I thought she was about to say, and whoever wins the election won, did so legally. <laughs> Trump, Trump, <laughs> Trump, Trump, Trump. I think Hillary should win. Shut up. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, that's Jones. <laughs> Yay, he got a line! <laughs> It's more than he gets in most of the products he's in for longer, honestly. No! Capitalism! No! <laughs> God damn you, Moose and Squirrel! <laughs> oh no.
Ah, uh, the one time they're cartoon characters. So, yeah, oh, that's that's where you think it's wrong. Just so fearless leader on 4chan. They were 2D. Yeah, like book with 3D. Oh, whatever. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Are we one thing. God. Actually, yeah, that'd be kind of fun. Hey, you can be a cynical hard ass and still like cartoons, right, Jordan? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a cynical hard ass. <laughs> At least not this week. I, I don't know why I hiked on my it's pants. The last there. time Randy Quaid would be good at anything. Bye, Randy. See you in Looney Tunes. Bye, Saint Randy. We'll miss you. I really wish Monica Potter would have kept the part. She'd do good reads. <laughs> Hell yeah. Are you doing a message? Yes. Jeopardy music? Pretty much. I guess I'll miss you the most of all, Scarecrow. And I'll miss you, Alex. <laughs> to a career, maybe. <laughs> I love how she still even goes back to what's the name. And she has a completely different Volkswagen. Yeah. She's not okay. Well, because the other one blew up. Yeah, but it's the same model of car. Ah, oh, what am I kidding? I got a my my Altima broke down. I got another Altima. He's appeared now. It's great. <laughs> What's that smell? Chicago chop suey. Who would watch a movie called What's That Smell? Randoms. Oh, he does have a beard. Oh my god. Yeah. Just rips it off. Sumo Tommy? The fuck? Yeah. It's an Adam Sandler movie. It's only been like three days, right? It hasn't been that long. Aww. Minnie. It's another Mel Brooks kind of kind of thing where they literally go to the movie that they're in now. Oh, they held hands on the center. 
the post said no. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Look, man. I. <laughs> it's hearts in the right place when it comes to these two. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I love this gag so much. That's great. <laughs> there. So, oh, look, man. That was nice. If you don't like this movie, what's wrong with you? Yeah. I mean, I can understand that some of the performances aren't completely up to par, or some of the modernization efforts are kind of clumsy, or oh, oh, Tiffany, some. Or, or the, even the fact that, like, you know, maybe structurally this doesn't, this takes some turns that not everyone would have made. But, like, as a movie, as an animation showcase, as a gag showcase, as a screenplay, this works, man. Yeah. I, I, I don't care what it makes me look like. This just works. Yeah, I mean, it loves the characters, clearly. You know, that, that, that's major important number one. You gotta demonstrate that you love the characters and the yes. loves characters. Um, but wait, we did Kel get well, Kel got yeah. billing over Keenan because his name's alphabetically first. Ah, uh, I see. Okay, yeah, um, so it's it's a version of Garden Party that that, that is over the. The credits. Oh, okay, Jonathan Winters should get like a, a co-star credit. Yeah, Jonathan Winters and Jonathan Winters and Jonathan Winters. It's <laughs> great. Uh -oh. Um, look, it, there's obvious hey! kids movie. Oh, Mark Mothersbaugh did the score from Devo. That's awesome. Nice. There's obvious kids movie flaws. Let's be sure. We know of those. We're we're sure of those. Like yeah. George of the Jungle. Obviously, this isn't a perfect movie. This isn't Kino. This isn't s cinema. This isn't like you know. But like it's. <laughs> I mean, come on. We know this is sort of bad. But, like... It's so much fun, It though. works! It's so much fun, It though. works! Yeah. Holy mackerel! This just gets oh. the job done in some parts. It is from the right place. It it's, does these characters not, really well. It does these gags really well. Like, it's really, it's not cynical, which is, I mean, because it's 2000, so you think, you know... Post nineties ironicism, mm. you think that would really drive them to be like? Yeah, but no, it's it's just really got. Yeah, Rocky, it's, you know, look, it obviously it's not perfect. Obviously, there's flaws. Oh, we, we pointed oh, some oh, of them Jonathan out. Winters, Jeb, Jonathan Winters. Yes, there's he's credited three times. I love that. And, and yeah. Um, obviously there's flaws, but like, it's also way funnier and way better than it has any right to be. Exactly. But, like, this is genuinely a good movie. Yeah. It's not like Boris and Natasha where it's like it, it succeeds and it's net good but it still has a lot of flaws. Yeah. 
this actually works. And oh. its reputation as a bad movie is solely based around people going, rock. well, it's a... Hmm? So a stand-in voice for Rocky. So I guess on the set yeah. they had three of them just do the voice. Yeah, it's, it's what they did with uh, back in action. They had like stand-ins on set puppets or whatever. But um, what was I saying? Um, it's a really good movie. It, it, people people gave this a bad reputation because it did what they thought it would do as a kid's movie. I don't think it committed any sins as a movie. It didn't do no? like anything that was so bad that it would... Like, there were some weird ideas and there was some of Robert De Niro's performance that wasn't very good and some of Piper Parabo's lines that weren't very good. But, like, Jason Alexander and Rene Russo were in sync. Rocky and Bullwinkle were well-represented in themselves. Randy Quaid had a lot of fun reads. The road trip elements, the meta elements, it all just came together to provide a really, really fun product that actually works as a movie. I'm as surprised as you are. Um, I mean, look, there's not a lot of movies I saw when I was a kid that, that still, like, are good movies. So it's nice that out of all... Well, we're kind of in the minority in saying it's good. Because people oh. still are like, oh, it's bad. Bullshit, this is funny. Yeah, it's it's pretty funny. Uh, let's see. Oh of course, there's synthesizers. It's a Mark Mothersbaugh uh, production. Yeah, Mark Mothersbaugh will do synthesizers. Yeah. Oh boy, will he do synthesizers. Oh yeah, it's like its favorite thing. It's yeah. that and composing... Um, children's soundtracks for 90s kids hey when a problem when a problem comes along use a synthesizer oh and we're special facts by industrial line magic yeah which um both this and and howard the duck both have a um a climax of long plane yeah and both of them had bob gale so yeah um look uh this movie isn't for everyone it's not for everyone. But uh, if you're a it's cynical, for us. Yeah, if you're a cynical asshole, you'll fucking hate this movie. <laughs> oh, uh, oh <sighs> Doug Jones is also the negative cutter. Wow, he did a lot of jobs in this mm. one. <laughs> cool. <laughs> no, different Doug Jones. Different Doug Jones. I mean, look, I, I was very careful when I said uh, to a couple of my friends that uh, George of the Jungle was one of my favorite movies of all time. And the, even then, they were like, well, that one's still actually kind of good. That's a fine choice. If I were to tell them that I really liked this movie, they'd be like, okay, is everything all right? <laughs> like, mm. uh, against all better judgment, this movie really works for me. I mean, I I know that, like, <laughs> I know it's probably not a great take. It's probably a very hot take that this movie actually kind of works. But, like, I honestly don't care. Yeah. Uh, this it's, is mm-hmm. something really nice. And as a cartoon adaptation movie, um, especially compared to some of the ones that we've talked about, like Space Jam and Back in Action, I think this is better than both of those. Sorry, hot take, whatever. Okay. Um, it just comes through. And it really delivers a very fun and very memorable product that, despite its flaws, just works. You're here. <laughs> uh, see. So is there anything else out of the credits we can joke about? Ah, uh, the songs. Mark Costanza. Mark Costanza. Better have, and George. Costanza? No, you better have given um, Supertramp some major props because like... See, Rocky although I think this was in the period where... It, it was in the period where like the uh, Roger oh, Hodgson um, and did, Rick Davis weren't talking. Yeah, uh, did not see a credit for Dreamer. So don't think they got the credit. Hmm? I don't think they got credit. Well, given the song titles are all in like one font, so I have no idea. Maybe, maybe mm. it wasn't there. Mm. Mm. Well, either way, 
I think they were credited. Let's see. Uh, Kodak, um, uh, number three, send 559. Um, welcome to the first commentary where we go through the entire credits. Um, let's see. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, Productions. I ago, but all right, sure. <laughs> well, I'm going through the credits. Let's see. Yeah, sure. All let's right. see. Is, is there a post credit scene kind of this to uh, George the Jungle? <laughs> wait, no. wait. Don't you want to know what happened to me? <laughs> it's just fearless leader and boys. And now the end is near, and so I face the final curtain. Although, anyway, uh, no, no, no. Keep going. I'll just fade out the no. commentary with that. <laughs> and what is? We did, we, did we give this a? Did we give this an animal rating yet? Is there anything else um, we need to say before we do that? I I give this a um hmm. I, I give this a, a, a four out of five. Four point five out of five. I'm thinking. Uh, what did you uh, say? Uh, a four? Uh, uh, I'm sorry. No, you haven't said it yet. All right. Sorry. I'm teetering between a four out of five or a four point five. Uh, I, I'm giving it a four out of five. That's exactly what I'm giving it. Um, against my better judgment, I probably should give this a three point five. But that's what I gave Boris and Natasha, and oh, I know for a fact that this is better than Boris and Natasha. Um, this again, this shouldn't work. This really shouldn't be as good as it is. Everyone knows that it shouldn't be. Jason Alexander, Rene Rousseau, they're not giving good movie performances. And yet this works. This is a four out of five for me. Um, as I said, I liked it better than I liked uh, Back in Action and Space Jam and Space Jam 2. Um, look, man, maybe my credibility is shot in saying this, but this is a genuinely good movie. Um <laughs> This shouldn't be a controversial take. A lot of the humor just really works. Um, yeah. <laughs> if you've never seen it, uh, even if you did watch it with... Oh, wait a minute. If you've never seen it and you didn't watch it with... Uh, um, spread the good word of Avengers of Rocking and Bullwinkle. I don't care what it does to me. It's not like liking this movie isn't going to kill me or anything. It's like no. It's just a goofy movie. You know, it's yeah. not like anything shocking is in it that's going to end my career. Um, nope. All right. So, uh, next one. Next one uh, coming up is okay. uh, George of the Jungle hmm. 2. Yeah. Um, one I haven't... I've only seen that one once. Same. And I saw that... Uh, I rented that from, I think, Hollywood Video when it came out. In Same. A, except for it being Blockbuster. Yeah. Um, It's going to be interesting to pick that one up. <laughs> because... I remember some of it, and I don't remember it working quite as well as the first one, but I, I remember it being somewhat as meta, even to the point where I think, I rem if I remember correctly, the narrator literally picks up Lyle and, and banishes him to the Shadow Realm. <laughs> um, I think oh, that's not you again. Get out of here. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm kind of excited to see how that's going to happen. Um, that's going to be in September. And um, I don't know. I think... <laughs> I don't know when we're going to record it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it, we may have to wait until September as well. But um, <laughs> that'll be interesting. Ah, uh, yes. That'll be very interesting. And then after that one, we only have one other one. And yes. that's one that I'm very excited to foist upon you, Mark. The movie and where that's you gonna yourself later. went 
fuck you, Disney. I'm seeing a goddamn DreamWorks movie to piss you off. Yeah, and I'll tell that story when we're there for it. But, oh, like, God. Um, that one I'm really hoping holds up, because I remember really liking it. Um, but yeah, um, Georgia Jungle 2 is next. That one should be decent. And then Peabody and Sherman is after that. And then we'll be through with this hopefully wonderful Jay Ward experiment. Have you guys been liking these? Um, if so, oh. or if not, um, <laughs> throw us something on Twitter at, at uh, that underscore loony. Or either of us, um, Mark Halem 1995, Tall Guy Schmidt. Um, we, we, we love feedback. Um, Hopefully you guys agree with us that um, Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle is in fact a good movie. If not, don't send any um, knives to our places of residence. Uh, it's just a it's just a movie, bro. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! All right. Anything so, else we want to say to the people before we wrap up? <laughs> no, let's wrap it up. So until next time, I'm Mark and I'm Jordan and. Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? I am the only one here, so you have to be talking to me. Goodbye, y'all. <laughs>